Okay. We're recording. Now I got to remember which button it is. So just bear with me. Okay. okay. It's not that one. Okay. Looking forward to it. <laughs> we don't have anything at 12, do we? Uh, yeah. Of course we do. We're, we're packed. Oh, no. The buttons aren't working. Ty's going to have to change it. Matt. I'm so sorry, Brian. Do you we have just to, get to miss out on the intro song? Do you have so, the Brian and Matt show on your um, well, on your yeah, phone? Matt sing it. Yeah, sing for us. It's you don't want that, guys. You don't want that. <laughs> We're sick and twisted. Remember? Yeah, we're fine with it. It's the Brian and Matt show. Matt's got a mullet. Brian's got a big ass beard. You can pull it. It's the Brian and Matt show with all things insurance and random tomfoolery. Brian and Matt show. Welcome to this edition of the Matt and Brian show. I'm renaming it back to the Matt and Brian show. Currently it's called the Brian and Matt show, but I'm bringing it back to the Matt and Brian show. So welcome to this edition. Brian, welcome. <laughs> big beard goes first. Yeah, big beard. Welcome. We are joined with Susie and Matt McComb today. Um, they are agents out where? Where are you guys agents out? Washington and where else? Washington yeah. State, that's it. That's yeah, it. We're, in, we're in central Washington, Wenatchee specifically. We don't really branch out of Washington State, but we're... Yeah, the we four counties we, we focus on are about the size of Connecticut. Well, the four counties you focus on from the sounds of it keep you pretty damn busy. That's true. That's absolutely true. Washington yeah. State, it's like Texas in the sense that it's a lot of square footage. Right. Um, like Matt's like Matt said, I mean, the uh Chelan, Douglas, Grant, and Okanagan counties is about the same uh square mileage as is the state of Connecticut. So mm -hmm. it's so, a lot yeah. of it's a lot of space. Yeah. Not as many people. But yeah. a lot of space. So you guys were saying before we started recording when, when Matt was having all the technical difficulties over there. Had, had to, to call him out, didn't you? Had to call him out. Yeah. Uh you were <laughs> to walk me through your last few months. Um, kind of like what's a typical day in the life of the McCombs? <laughs> well, probably should start with him waking up about no later than 4 30 every morning. Yeah, and, and looking at what's going on in the healthcare world. Yeah, and for those of you that don't know, Matt and Susie focus on health insurance. Um, this is our first health agents that we brought on the podcast. We brought on a, a ton of PNC people, um, but we wanted to chat with Matt and Susie because they've made some significant changes in the last few years that have really impacted their business. Um, so for those of you that don't know, life and health, uh, mainly health focus. So take it away. Mm -hmm. What is your yep, typical day? That's why we're day? Susie Health Solutions. Yeah. yeah. Um, Matt gets up about 430. Uh, my alarm goes off at 5. He sits and, and goes over all of the little bits and pieces in the news about yeah. health insurance, and I have a shower. <laughs> <laughs> so we're usually we're we're usually into work about seven thirty, and, and just our first, swamped. And our first appointments coming in usually. We, well, the phone starts ringing about eight. Yeah. Um, and we're and we have our first almost inevitably the first person walking in the door at nine. Yeah. And then we go during the enrollment. Well, we have the annual enrollment period for health insurance that runs from um, November 1st to December 15th. And that's for ACA plans. Of course, Medicare starts earlier in October and I do Medicare. So it never really stops October yeah. 15th to December 7th. And that overlap. <laughs> so in that period, I am every 30 minutes to one hour. I do an hour for Medicare, 30 minutes for individual health until I take a, um, I took a page out of Matthew's book and take an hour um, to return calls. 
that just I block out a chunk of time and that's when I return calls and then go back to work. And I do from uh, traditionally 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. During the height of the enrollment period, I was doing 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah. Okay. Seven, um, seven days a week. And then typically that open enrollment extends past December 15th. Like we were just talking about prior mm -hmm. to starting the podcast, we were catching up on yeah. some stuff. That open well, enrollment extends right now. It's extended to what, January 15th? January 15th. And you'll get a February 1st start date. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And back in 2020, I mean, that extension was all year long. It was basically open yeah. enrollment yeah. all year long. There is always special enrollments. We tell people, it's like, yeah, just come in. We'll figure it out. If you're qualified, great. If not, you're set up. Yeah, we're an expanded Medicaid state. So the chance of you even getting, yeah, and Medicaid runs year round. So if you have a, if your income is at a certain level or below, you're going to be able to get into an insurance plan mm -hmm. um, just like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Okay. And then so and that in and, and people get reasons to to change or need health insurance year round they changed their jobs they got married they got divorced they had a baby um they moved in from another area there's all these special enrollment life yeah you know, life reasons yeah, yeah so, keep... people turn 65 every day yeah <laughs> or 26 so, so what was the you guys have been clients of ours at agency elephant for a couple years now Three years. Yeah. This is our third third enrollment. Okay. And is um, it just, is it's the two of you in the office? Any staff or just you two? It's just us two in the office. We, we just are adding on property. I mean, we're getting ready to turn it on live because we had to find another body. Uh, gotcha. we're, we're at max volume mm -hmm. uh, this year because uh, it was like, oh, how do we get bigger? We <laughs> didn't, we couldn't figure it out last year. And it's like, okay, we're at max. There's no more room to go anywhere sure that's a, good uh, problem. that's a good problem it's a good problem we did yeah. 600 appointments from october 1st to today damn that's a lot of freaking appointments so before that's we go before we go into breaking into the pnc market because i definitely want to talk about that i want to go back and look at the last four years of your agency because for mm -hmm. for our listeners the goal of this podcast for me when i'm bringing you guys on is the goal for for our listeners is how do i get from where i'm at currently in my agent and how do mm -hmm. i get to a point where my calendar is being filled on its own my calendar appointments are being booked on their own Every day I come to the office, my calendar's booked out, whether it's for mm -hmm. life and health or PNC. Oh, yeah. How do I get from space where I am now, where, you know, most insurance agents are, their calendar's not booked. They typically will book an appointment for the next day if they're kind of busy. Mm -hmm. Usually they run them same day because they're not that busy, right? Typically agents maybe have a few day calendar appointment schedule, mm -hmm. if you will. But then after that rolling two or three days, it's kind of empty. So I want to talk a lot about where you started from, the changes that you made to get to where you are now, where you're able to run 600 appointments, and also you're booking those on autopilot. That's, oh, kind yeah. of, that's what I want to go through first. Yeah. And, and we then... did. We started exactly how you described, mm -hmm. a day at a time, a little bit of time. And then we added yeah. in. I think that's when we, well, we started. Well, we started, started well, yeah, we started originally with, Manage our business using a spreadsheet yeah. and a hard calendar. Done that. Oh, yeah. Done that. Yep. And it was just like, okay, this is nuts. No. So the first first thing we added on was actually was it was, was agency, agency block. block. Okay. We used agency um, block for our CRM. Cause, cause and... we, yeah, we needed to figure out. It's like, okay, who's got what and how do we get paid? And 
and, and figuring that out. And I would be so curious to st- see a statistic for insurance agents that how many CRMs have you used in your career? Like, right, if you've got an agent that's been an agent for five years, how many different CRM platforms have you tried till you found something that stuck, that worked for you? I would bet you mm-hmm. it's probably close between five or ten different platforms. I would bet. Probably because I originally, you know, originally started out on farmers. So I, I knew a platform way back then. It's like this one not good and we, we bought we bought one yeah um and we we bought into it and then we ran for that for probably three years exclusively yeah and then we stumbled into sue yeah okay and yeah so, i we we I, something someone did funny on insurance soup and it crossed my facebook and it just it was the introduction to a whole new set of processes and as it opened a new game absolutely created a new game for us yeah it's tough for i know matt and i have had this conversation in private but it's tough for us because matt and i don't speak your guys's language yeah right? like we do you guys, we have a totally different set of acronyms you guys might as well be chemical engineers for all we know like <laughs> we don't we don't speak health at all <sighs> and so i remember when you guys came on and you know we've gone back and forth on like should we do a built for you for health and you know like we just don't speak that language but if you if you break it down and look at it and we do we have we have clients that are outside of insurance altogether mm-hmm. that use our automation platform mm-hmm. it all it all it is is speaking from as a business to a consumer mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly. all it is that's all it is right and, and having a game plan and a process for not everything but almost everything to keep the business owners more efficient that's all we're trying to do here right and that's what's that's why we are able to do what we do yeah right with just the two of us with the processes and the automation that has that the elephant's been has made a has made a massive difference um between that and calendly and um you know Um, taco Taco and (laughs) yes all of it you know and matt i i gotta give him the absolute credit i'll take for managing our my matt (laughs) (laughs) for managing our marketing and finessing of of the drips and the automatic this is in the automatic that is oh we've been lucky just point blank last year i wanted to slow down and and look at all our processes hard and we never got a chance to slow down. Yeah. It yeah. was I've Medicare really, exploded last year. I have a really oh interesting God. relationship with luck. You know, I believe that there are things that happen that are happen chance, but I, I also feel like there's a, a specific law of nature that's, I feel like it should be a Newton law. And we've talked about this before a ton, Brian. I feel like it should yep. be one of a Newton law, but it's not. It's, I have always found in business that if you are doing any activity, it is a law of nature that it breeds activity. And it typically Mm -hmm. doesn't even necessarily come from the activity you're doing, right? So if I'm spending all of my effort and time, you know, with lenders, with mortgage brokers, which is a slow, you know, cultivation process to get a good referral partner, because I'm doing activity, it generates activity in other spheres that Mm -hmm. I might not be working as hard. I've always found that it, it seems like luck, but those two pieces always seem to go coincide with each other. Yeah. Activity yeah. breeds activity. Yeah, we really, we prepare for luck. Yeah, That's the easiest way to put it. Because we we knew that going into this year was going to be big because everything failed. Hmm. We had computers fail. Our 
electronics fail, our stove failed. We had to move our office. Yeah, we had to move our, our office. Landlord September. failed. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so I want to go into a little bit about a little more about how your agency was run and specific steps and processes you took along the way. But before we do that, I want to go over really quickly some numbers that you guys just talked about having booked 600 appointments ran 600 mm-hmm. appointments from October 15th to December 15th. That's a total of 90 days, right? Total of 90 days of appointments, ballpark, give or take a few days. 600 appointments is a ton of appointments to run when you look at it from a big picture. Like, oh my God, three months ran 600 appointments. Well, if you're working weekends, which most people usually don't, maybe they take Sundays off. Open enrollment, you're pretty much working six days a week, maybe even into the seventh day. Yeah, Yeah, we were in seven days by the end. So if you... If you look at that seven-day mark, you're running 6.667 appointments per day for that entire 90 days, which when you break the numbers down, I always like to break the numbers down because 600 appointments is a ton, right? That's a ton of appointments. And that seems a little overwhelming. Like when we talked to Charles McDade about his Google reviews, he's about to hit 200. That's a lot of reviews. But if you... (laughs) break the numbers down and you look at them in more daily actionable numbers, it's not unattainable. Not, not that what you guys aren't doing isn't phenomenal or isn't incredible, but But it's attainable for our, for our listeners that like 600 appointments, Holy God, what would that do for my business, my income, my family, like everything? Well, that's attainable. That's six appointments, six and a half, just over six and a half appointments a day. Mm -hmm. That's realistic to be able to run. Now, well, you just got to be able to generate those every day. There, there's the, here's another thing, Matthew, that, that's, that's terrifying. We take all walk-ins. Yeah, we'll do walk-ins. Yeah, we'll do walk-ins. That's a little. All right. Well, that, does, yeah. that's, that's the podcast. Yeah. You guys are nuts. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> yeah, so tell me a little bit about you. Okay, he's dropped the mic. Yeah, he's gone. Tell me yeah, a little no, bit about your start. Simple. We've always been committed to helping yeah. our community, and that means if you just drop in and say, help, I need health insurance. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk to you. Yeah. Okay. The, we actually hit our max a couple times this year. And that was 28 families helped in a day. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's a lot. Yeah. I now, mean, think of even the quoting time that that takes. That's a lot. So you, you hold on. You had mentioned before three years now with automation, and I don't want this. Yeah. Our, our goal with the podcast isn't to be um, just agency elephant. And we talked mm-hmm. about it a little bit before, like the best CRM and the best softwares out there, it's always going to be the one that you use, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't matter what you use as long as you're going to use it and, and use it consistently. Um, this wasn't something where you're like, Oh, I'm going to buy automation. And the next day, every problem was solved. No. Oh no. Oh, we're right. nowhere near solving any problems. We're like, Oh, here, let's let's do a little bit of collective here. Let's do a little agency Let's do a little bit of talk about here. And we're literally only scratching the surface because we're not technical geniuses. No we're one old. is. We got gray in our beards. And it's just like hey. It, well, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Matt Hahn can't grow a beard either. So yeah, don't feel bad. No. But, I'm not supposed to grow a beard. But it's it's just it's like and yeah, I didn't know we did 600 appointments until I actually ran the report. It's like, well, how many appointments we did? Because they might want to, you know, they might want to talk numbers. It's like, oh my God, I did 600. That's insane. I knew we did a lot. <laughs> my tapioca brain said that. Yeah. But, but I mean, that's the best way to implement automation into a business. And mm-hmm. we tell our users mm-hmm. when they come on, I'm sure other platforms do too, like you're not going to solve 
all of your problems just by paying a monthly invoice to a software. No, no. So you've got no. to use the tools. You gotta play it's, we right. played with uh it was it was Zapier mm-hmm. last year and connecting uh calendly with agency elephant because I know I've I, I poked Matthew over that one and uh and our, our CRM agency block mm-hmm. and getting those to link up. We didn't do that until late last year. Yeah, because we we had the time to sit down and kind of figure it out. And I'm still it's real manual. I still get duplicates, but allows me to review every order that comes in. I'm like, oh, well, this person should be in an hour slot. Let's pad them or let's call them up and follow up. Sure. What's what's been the what's been the one we've all had those days where like everything's just clicking and you're like, I've, I've figured out this industry. Like I'm a certified badass. Like it's all downhill from here. Like you I'm had days like it. that. <laughs> I've had, I had one of about seven years ago and it was cool. I still like to talk about it, but we've all had that day where you're just, you implement something new and it's working you it. and you're just yeah. like, you have that adrenaline rush. It's like that, like invincible feeling. What was the one thing in the last three years, one thing that you tweaked, changed, decided to to integrate, did something different? What's the one thing that you can remember? And you don't have to agree on it. You can each have your own. What's that one thing that you're like, this is it? We figured out the texting. (laughs) It was for me. When we figured out the texting on the the elephant, it was a game changer. That that is game changer. It is is crazy because it was the first thing we did because we had a customer. It's like, I don't want them to have our number. And and we and we did it and it, it's continual. And three years ago, we we had zero texts going out. And during the height of open enrollment, we had fifteen to twenty texts going. And it's like that's business we wouldn't be doing three years ago. So explain right. to me figuring out the texting. What does that mean? Like you had some outbound automated drips going out or broadcasts. What does that mean? Or is it one on one texting? More more the one on one. More just mm-hmm. learning. More than more than anything, just figuring out the mechanics of and it. using it and using it because yeah, we 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 have the we do the we do the one on ones and we every email usually gets a text. Hey, yeah. did you get this? Well, once we figured out how to generate the the follow up touches with the mm-hmm. text after the initial meeting or the one on one text and just figuring out how to maneuver that tool to 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 touch our clients in a way that they want to be touched using uh, good touch. Yeah, use a good touch. <laughs> Not bad touch. <laughs> Not bad touches. No bikini line touches. Uh-huh. Um, and that was a real game changer for me. It really, really was. Because we are dealing with a lot of folks who are in their 20s um, and they don't want to talk to you on the phone. Oh, right? no, no, okay. Okay, I'm going to have to update that. I felt like a badass when we had an 84-year-old respond to a text by setting a calendar appointment. And that's a cool feeling. Yeah. It is. <laughs> because, because everyone, if you if you ask people, people over age 60, 65, they don't mm-hmm. text, right? And even like my my old man's like roughneck oil field his whole life mm-hmm. has an, had a flip phone. I mean, yeah. up until a few years ago, right? having to push like the number a few times to get the right letter. He didn't text. He could go set up a, an oil well. Uh-huh. He could, he could, he could drive an 18 wheeler across the state, but he couldn't he didn't know how to text. 
and even seeing him now start to text, like, I think that stigma is out the window with, with people. Mm-hmm. And cause I know I've gotten texts from people where I'm like, Hey ma'am, like, is it cool if we text you? And I'm expecting a no, right? I'm expecting yeah. it. This, mm-hmm. this no from this sweet old lady. And she pulls out a newer iPhone than I have. She's like, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, like, will you oh, yeah. be my grandma? Like, that's awesome. Like, I found you. that I you found know? that that statistic has changed drastically. Oh, the older generation has. texts way more. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a simple thing, implementing texting in your agency. But um, it's also those follow-ups that you're doing. Like, how do I learn how to, okay, like, how do I meet people where they're at and calling people when they're, when you're in office? This is what's always interesting to me. I don't understand how businesses can operate on calling people only when they're calling people during business hours, when those people are also working at work. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. how you're meeting people when they're available to be met. And that's the benefit of texting. And then after you guys started doing these process changes, we're getting into using a CRM and being more structured with processes. Then you start texting with people and get more structured with processes. Where did you evolve from there to then start to fill up your calendar on autopilot? What, activities were you doing what types of drip campaigns or broadcasts or what were you doing to fill that calendar out specifically we did one of the one of the first things we did we this is our third year of of our kind of our open enrollment blitz where we we reach out and we contact our massive lists because uh, i think we're up to like close to 3000 yeah, right people zone. that we, we that we've impacted and it's like the hey let's go and we we link it up with our advertising like in September mm-hmm. saying hey you know what you're going to want an appointment okay mm-hmm. and by by the it was the second week in November the only slot i had we had left was 4 a.m. and i'm like Jeez. i told Susie yeah we're going to have someone at 4 a.m. talk about health insurance. And she's like, no, not. <laughs> yes, we did. Matt is his infamous <laughs> Black Friday. The Friday after Thanksgiving for the last however many years we've been it's doing It's been this. five years. Five years. He's always had a Black Friday party the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You're going to go shopping. Go to Black Friday. I've never heard of a health agency. No. Or an, no. And maybe I'm speaking at a line here, but I've never heard of a, a health agency or like an insurance agency in general doing a black Friday. Like when I think black Friday, Mm -hmm. I think of like my wife at bath and body works, Mm -hmm. spending hundreds of dollars on Uh scented wax. Yep. Not health. You know what I mean? So let's look at the numbers here. Let's look at the numbers for our user, for our audience, because this is important. Starting in September, let's call it September 1st. Okay. Let's just put a September 1st date on there. September 1st, open enrollment starts for Medicare on October 15th, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Yep. And then your um, ACA and all that starts November 15th. Yep. And then everything runs till December 15th, possibly later into January. Yep. Okay. November 1st for ACA. By the way. November 1st. Okay, perfect. They, so, gave us, they gave us 45 days. Okay, 45 days for that. So let's look at the numbers here because this is important. You've got 3,000 people that you've got to contact and communicate with before the 15th of October, 45 days. Mm-hmm. You've got 45 days to reach out to all those people. Um, let's even say you were looking at running those phone, like calling all those people manually all 3,000 people Which for I've 45 done. days. <laughs> the first couple of years we did. That's what we did. I picked six, up on the phone constantly. That's 66 and a half phone calls per day if you did it seven days a week. That is yeah. not realistic or attainable. No. 
if you guys did that manually without technology in your in your tool belt, how many more staff do you think you'd have to bring on to to attain that manually? Oh, that's at least two. Yeah, and we, you know, full time, full time, just yeah. just to just to handle that. And, and, and we and we all know how how easy hiring is right really now. Really easy. So I'm oh, sure it's, it's a it's a snap. Sure it's super attainable. It's really affordable too right now. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so. It is. When you made yeah, that you change. You don't know what the minimum wage in Washington is. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> about as much as California. Um, uh, yeah, we got you beat January do 1st. You? Wow, yeah. that's impressive. I'm going to have to look now. We're going to be 17, it's going to be, it's 1575. Jeez. So let's look at the biggest change you guys made in your agency when you started to see that blow up period because your agency grew four times what it previously was in the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It just, Hey, we exploded. Yeah. The something about COVID. I don't know what it was, other than people realized that they really did need health insurance in 2020. Hmm. I hey, think Matt, that was a you, factor. I really do. Matt Han, will you say that again? There about their agency? Yeah. So in the last two years when they started to, and this is one of the reasons why we brought them onto the podcast, the biggest reason is because I wanted to hear what kind of changes they made and implemented in their agency to go right. to increasing their business or growing their business four times what it previous, what previously was in the span of two years. One, that's not by accident. Two, that's mm-hmm. not by luck. It's not coincidence. It's not just COVID because I know a lot of health agents that didn't explode during COVID. It's not because of staff. It's not because of staff. It's There isn't one. <laughs> exactly. So when I'm looking at the reason why they're growing and the reason why their business has grown four times in the last two years is because of implementation of processes in their agency and taking mm-hmm. a really hard look at their agency and saying, what are we doing that is working and what are we doing that can increase what we're working on? I feel... A lot of agents have the desire, especially around the new year, right? The new year's coming up. um, New year, new me. New year, new me. But for all of our (laughs) listeners that are listening to it, the new year probably already passed because this will probably be posted Mm -hmm. after a couple weeks of editing. But the new year people are always really intentional. For the most part, I'm going to lump people in, really intentional on looking at saying, hey, I want to grow my business this year. Everybody usually has that outlook. And when they look at it, they say, okay, how do I want to grow my business? Well, I want to market more. I want to do better Mm -hmm. in prospecting. I need to do better in follow-up. I need to do better in lead generating. But there's Mm -hmm. no real actionable activities behind that. They And maybe they do pick a few and they take a little action on it for the month of January or February. But then they fall back into their regular rut. So the biggest thing that happened in their agency specifically was intentional actions to do things differently and change some of their processes. Mm -hmm. Well, almost they almost forced their own hand into being as near perfection when it comes to efficiency as possible. Yeah, we had to. Oh no, I don't think we're efficient at all. It's just we we had to be more efficient. Yeah, we just kind of. We stumble forward. Matt, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna call you out on that. I'm gonna call you out on that because you told me before we started recording that you were doing things on a regular calendar with a pen and paper. That's not efficiency. I think this is the difference between, and I like that mentality because I, we've talked about this in the past, Brian. I, I'm never satisfied with the way things that are, way things are ever. I'm never satisfied. That's a math thing. And oh, it's God. a math thing. It's I'm never satisfied with the way things are, even if like, for example, my agency, I run it in 90 minutes a day. I'm not mm-hmm. OK with that. I don't think that that's 
acceptable for the size my agency and the workload is. I think I can do it better than that, right? And so to say like, no, we're definitely not efficient. That's just a mentality you have, even though you've gone from A to letter M on the efficiency scale, if there was for the alphabet, you've gone from A to M. No, that's not good enough because I know there's a ton more work to do to get from M to Mm -hmm. Z, right? There's a ton more work to do to get there and I'm not efficient. That type of mentality I think is good, But it's also important to look back and say where we came from and where we are now has increased our business four times. I want to talk about the things that you've done to increase that revenue, increase the business, increase the ability to run more appointments, um, specifically in the world of automation. Like me and Brian have talked about, it doesn't matter who you use. It doesn't matter. There's definitely better platforms out there, but it's all about who you're using for automation and who you Mm -hmm. implement for automation. Um, Would you say automation from a process standpoint has been the most impactful thing that your agency has transitioned into to fill that calendar? Or would you say it's something else? No, it's gotta be. Um, cause you know, I, I'll, I'll call it Charles cause you, you did one of his, yeah, we're at 175. We're the, we're the highest ranked in our area for Google reviews. For Google reviews. And it's just like, I've been chasing him. And it's like, darn it. He's at 190. <laughs> so you are. Views are, 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 are working. I'll be, I'll, because I'll be right back, guys. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. I got to, I got to leave a quick Google review. <laughs> so what are you doing it, for it's, Google it's reviews? The automation that allows our clients yeah. to know, Hey, leave a Google review or, you know, it, it, it takes some of the burden off of me to do the, um, the, individual the follow-up touches are enough uh, enough automatic that i don't feel like unless it's the right move i don't have to say hey don't forget to leave us a review sure yeah because they're getting hit twice yeah at least so explain the process for when you're when you're trying to get people on a calendar explain from start to finish what type Mm -hmm. of processes you do like we we schedule these drips or broadcasts to go out to book our calendar when we run our appointment these automations follow up if we don't close the deal if we do close the deal these explain the sequencing if you will on to book a calendar appointment to then get through and run the appointment however the direction of that appointment goes and then to get to that google review okay if they're if they're already in the system it's they get hit with an email then behind that comes the uh, text message behind that is the ringless voicemail and that's that's to bring them in and they're they're getting hit each time with the hey you need to set an appointment it's the this is the most cornerstone and that was one of the things that kind of clicked with us this year was set the appointment yeah okay that's it just set the darn appointment so you're doing um, at least and, four touches to try and get that appointment three four touches yeah um, it, it, a lot of times we got we got the appointment hit after the first touch but sometimes it took all three or four to do it yeah if someone just reached out and said hey i want to i have a quick question hey let's make an appointment I just think it's a quick question in health insurance, by the way. And it was, it was always that, Hey, it's like, Oh, I've got this quick question or I've got this friend. It's like, Hey, here's our calendar link. Let's set an appointment and take care of them. So you pushed everything to the calendar. Oh, everything. As soon as we could. Except your walk-ins. Yeah. Except Except the the walk-ins. Um, now a lot of times we get phone people come with a, a phone call, a call Mm -hmm. in and they leave a message and I get back to them. And if it was something you know, a service issue, I could take care of it sometimes in my little hour chunk. Sometimes I, they just, there was just no way I was going to be able to not take care of their situation right there and then. 
a lot of times I would just put them on the calendar. Well, you know? didn't you also set up the phone to, to hit them with the text with yeah. the calendar appointment? Yeah, I did. That would happen too. If they called, they get the calendar text. <laughs> so explain that because that's, that's an automation yeah. in and of itself. Explain when somebody yeah. calls in and you miss that phone call and it goes to voicemail, what happens? Well, if it goes to voicemail, <laughs> You have the option and you've got the whole phone tree. Mm -hmm. If you'd like a text with our calendar link, press two. And people use the snot oh, out of yeah. that. Simple, simple changes that have nothing, created. Yeah, nothing on this podcast isn't easily doable. Oh, You're it's right. incredibly easy. Mm -hmm. And it made a, because what it did is it helped reduce the number of messages that had to be responded to. Efficient. Um. And it would what it would do is hitting two would send a text to their to their phone. Inevitably, somebody's got to you know, and then the, and then this at the appointment. And I didn't have to return the phone call. Yep. It, there's got some people that couldn't figure that out to save their lives, and I would call them back and say, "Hey, what's going on? Can I make an appointment?" Sure, no problem. And I just go to the calendar and set the appointment, book it for them. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. And that's yeah, a lot of that. That's huge. So but yeah, you're doing three huge. touches to get the appointment, Lord willing. If they book the appointment between one, two, or three touches, they book that appointment. Once you run that appointment, what are the two what are the two paths that they typically walk down after that appointment's over? Would you say your close ratio on the call? Like what would you say that percentage is? <laughs> Our close ratio for health is probably we've got the tire kickers, which yeah. they're they're gonna come in and they could close from now till five years from now. Mm -hmm. We've actually got calendar appointments up for five years away. Medicaid, people turning 65, I set their point. If I've got like, mm -hmm. if they were over 60, about 61 or so, I'll, I'll start hitting them up for, hey, you're turning 65. Can we set you an appointment for your initial enrollment period? Yeah. I got people five years out. Wow, that's impressive. Can you even set an automated text in our system to go out five years down the road? I guess I've yeah. never tried. Well, we, we're using Calendly for our calendar, uh -huh. and it is, yeah. And We've actually, got a couple, yeah. yeah. We've got a couple that are a couple years out. Yeah, and I've got, if you use the 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 um, scheduling for text, yeah, you can, yeah. as long as they don't change their phone number, it'll set out for years. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. I've never <laughs> done that. <laughs> the longest I've gone out is about two months. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know years. And I have. Yeah. I will. Impressive. And yeah, we're, we're, we're locking in our Medicare customers years in advance now. Yeah. So well, that's one of the cool things about going from from individual insurance to Medicare is people age in and they've already got a relationship with us. Uh -huh. Yep. Interesting. So you run that appointment and for outside of the tire kickers, how many people are you sending off quotes to for them to think about versus how many people are you binding uh, pretty much immediately? I think we're probably closing 90% of them. Yeah, something. That it's, day. A, it's a ridiculous number. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that, is that it? We close most of them. Okay. Um, just 90%, just, just no big deal. Yeah, just 90. So and then that... there's going to be the, um, well, I, you know, I need, to, I need to talk to my husband. I need to talk to my wife. Mm -hmm. And we send quotes. And then they not about probably after the quote's been sent, we usually probably get, I don't know, 70% of those bad. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. It's, 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 sometimes they wander off because yeah. uh, we got, we got competitors out there Yeah, or they, do do themselves. or they do it themselves. Do you have a follow-up process for that quote? Once you've delivered that quote? Um, we do, we do have a, a we do cause we did use the build for you and it's kind of set on those appointments. So there is a point where sometimes it's a little bit fast. So I haven't had a 
chance to really tweak that because mm-hmm. uh, we had a few people more than one people person come to us like what do you mean you know respond to it? it's like oh you got you got the response you got early <laughs> yeah you early kid on that one mm-hmm. okay. i got in the wrong bucket so uh-huh. then once those people close on the phone they're going straight to an onboarding campaign of some sort that asks for oh, that yeah. google review twice yep. Yep. yep and what are the time periods on that onboarding process well, we've got the first one was is Calendly because mm-hmm. we get the, we get sent out the follow up emails, and that's within 24 hours of the appointment. Mm-hmm. Then after that, we've got the onboarding process on Agency Elephant, which is I think it's spread out over at least five days. Yeah, you with, spread, with, with spread various texts and yeah. and and uh, emails, mm-hmm. and that's been we've had a heck of a response with that because early on it was, you know, how to figure out how to get this thing to work because we weren't doing property and it's like we didn't have all this extra stuff and now we got to go back in and add the extra stuff to make it wonderful yeah because we're gonna start adding property in january okay so let's let's branch into the property piece because i saw your Mm guys's post a little while ago and i saw what you guys were um branching into doing you you decided to go um independent in the property casualty world with cia and you guys are launching that when um, we're actually in soft launch right now. We'll be, we figure in like less than two weeks, we're going to be writing full. Yeah. The, okay. the goal was January 1st to be. Yeah. We already got book appointments booked for it. Good. And I'm sure, I'm sure you got a nice little fishing pond of 3000 people yeah. that know, like, and trust you on the health side. To... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Everyone that came in his, his, during all brothers, we handed out about a little over 400 bags. Uh, each one with flyers and and the hey you know what you need to come back in in the spring when we're up and running with, with your homes and autos mm-hmm. and That's when awesome. I was walking my clients out every day because I I would usually walk out ninety percent mm-hmm. of my clients it's oh and that's Shayla she's gonna be taking care of our property stuff and I'd introduce them yeah simple interesting and just make those it's just it's 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 a weird little personal touch and it makes all the difference in the world. Cause it's not just some random person. It's that gal over there. Maybe it's cause my, my view is a little skewed from the clients that we help Matt, hmm. but I feel like way more PNC agents have dabbled in automation than life health. I feel like you guys on the life health side are like leaps and bounds out in front of your competition. By doing... Oh, that's our experience as well. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. We, yeah. we famously had, it was in a room full of other agents. We famously had a, a, one of our competitors be proud that she couldn't figure out how to set up a fax machine. I see some really bad advice in insurance soup when it comes to automation and technology. Mm-hmm. I know exactly the type of person you're talking about. And yep, I yeah. send I send a lot of screenshots to Matt Hahn and he sends a lot to me and we're like, mm-hmm. You guys are, you know, you're you're focused on something that's so simple to do in Agency Elephant, but they're spending days or weeks or who knows how long trying to do this one little thing by duct taping it and rubber banding it together, you know, and it's like there's better ways to to communicate. There are. Yeah, we've done bailing wire and spit many, many oh, yeah. for a lot of years until yeah. we had until we were able to really start investing in the automation investing in our our agency rather than just subsisting yeah it's, yeah. it's, that, it's that concept is like yeah because we built out underneath the farmer's agency mm-hmm. right yeah and so we were like we're producers and it's like well we can't manage what we're doing here 
by relying on the tools that were given to us, we got to get our own tools. Mm -hmm. So I guess I have a question then, because that's a, you're in a Mm -hmm. really unique spot as Mm -hmm. having a powerhouse health agency and then rolling into the PNC side. What is your, like you guys are, you guys are an absolute (laughs) powerhouse. And I'll I'll explain how they're a powerhouse right now, because I have been quiet on the podcast for the last 45 seconds, because I've been running some numbers. That's a first. I know. I've been running some numbers over here because I wanted to give our audience um, an idea of what type of outbound activity they're doing in their agency. Um, Since September of this year to date, today's date, since September of this year to today's date, your agency through Agency Elephant has delivered 24 thousand and sixty four text messages so and that's where all that's where all the data charges are coming from twenty four thousand and sixty four text messages have been sent and received by two people in an office over the period of 95 or 105 days what's the number 24 what twenty four thousand and sixty four from September to date. I honestly did not know that. <laughs> yeah, we, we it's, it, you, you, you can't, you don't know these things when you, I had someone, it was, it was when we were in contracted, someone said, okay, well, how big is your book? And we had this really hard time of knowing our size of our book. And so we, we did a premium count and these were just our ACA plans that were like over 7 million. Wow. That is impressive. And um, it's like, we don't know how it's like, and this, that's not counting the Medicare because no one's ever been able to tell us how do you quantify our Medicare because there's some plans that are zero premium. Sure. And then then we've got this huge, massive assortment of Medicaid that we don't get paid for. Mm-hmm. Sure. But they're a contact point. So we've got this just ball of fun that we, we work with. Ball of fun. It now, is. It hey, really is at this point because let's, let's the, break the these numbers down. The, these yeah, numbers probably, are insane. They, are they? The first year, the first year, the the other producer in there, and I was I was working with people, and they literally they came in and they throw hamburgers at me, chained to the desk. He's throwing more than one burrito at me. And and Diana called me, "You're you're crazy, gringo," because I would have families of people in the room walking through coverages. You and get they, a health policy and you get a health policy. Yeah, it was, you it get was, a health it was like that. Right. They literally, they called me Mateo because I couldn't, I couldn't speak Spanish, but I would explain the plans and, and, and translate. And they'd like blow past Raul and say, oh, we want to talk to Mateo. <laughs> that was year one. I got that was year one. I got You're a local celebrity. Today. Yeah, I believe local it. Celebrity. Let's break down Dude, those numbers a little that's bit. That's over 200 okay. texts a day yep. as they are doing appointments yep. around the clock. Correct. That's 229.18 texts per day if you ran seven days a week for 105 days. And we That's, did, so. Yeah, yeah I mean, and we, so. We took one day off. We well, took we took Thanksgiving off, but we yeah. were there at 4 a.m. on the mm-hmm. next. Oh, wait, not only did we do Black Friday, we went to a we went to an event. Uh, we went to a, a, a marketing event that afternoon, so. Yeah. So. <sighs> Let's break this down a little bit because processes are really key to what you guys do. And I really want to drive this point home for all of our listeners is 
the only thing that has changed in your agency in the last four years outside of having a community in soup that has introduced you to a lot of the brands outside of being a collective member to change maybe your thought process, which helped how you guys implemented to your new processes outside of any of the resources or outside of any tech specific platform. The biggest thing that has helped grow your agency from uh, two years ago to increasing it four times what it currently was, was having the ability to be more efficient with your time so that you weren't manually having to send those text messages out, which is impossible. Having to manually yeah. call that many people per day, which is impossible if you're running appointments to being able to efficiently and effectively deliver information out quickly to people so that you could book your appointments and not have to spend manual time doing work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's all about automation. Mm-hmm. So and using the tools, using the tools, correct. And you guys aren't even scratching the surface on using very many tools within agency. No. Often. no. To be clear, no, no, we, no, we, we just don't have time. It's one of those things. Correct. We don't have time to learn everything. It's like, I love to spend like two weeks just stripping everything down and revisiting it but that's a what i think what matt's trying to say is and correct me if i'm wrong you don't have to use every single bell and whistle and shiny object inside Mm -hmm. what we found is every user gravitates to the thing that's their missing piece like the problem that they're trying to solve like you know, like, oh, here's a big board, but I'm missing a chunk right here. And look at that. That chunk fits in perfectly. And now we're whole again. Like mm-hmm. I use it completely different than Matt. We both work for the same captive company. Can we, yeah. we use it night and day different. I could gravitate into a few other things, just like you could probably too. Uh, you know, one little tweak here might change this for you guys. Something very minuscule in the mm-hmm. system could get you to that next hurdle right it doesn't have to be like this complete overhaul to get the desired outcome just little tweaks matt and i matt and i consider it like working on the engine while it's running mm-hmm. right that's what you're doing you're just yeah. you're working on the engine while it's running and we're going to see if we can tune it up a little bit over here right little processes and little tweaks can get you massive, massive change. And you guys are proof of that. And let's go over the little processes specifically for their agency really quick, because this is really easy to implement in your agency. One, to book 600 appointments over the span of three months is incredible, but it takes one campaign to all of those 3,000 people to hit them on those three touches. That's one list of people you're importing into one campaign. That's one mm-hmm. to implement into that calendar booked appointment. That campaign has one call to action. One call to action. Yep. Then it. you have a quote follow-up campaign, which is very simple. You're, you're setting up a follow-up of drips, maybe three, five, ten text messages that you're setting up under one campaign to follow up on quotes. And then the last one you're having is the onboarding one, the onboarding to get the Google reviews. The Calendly book appointments is very simple and Calendly. If you're not using it, it's very simple to set up. You set up a calendar. Well, what are your follow-up points? Well, I need to remind them 15 minutes before their appointment, one day before their appointment, a week before their appointment, whatever those intervals are, very easy to do on Calendly. You can also do uh, use your calendar, whatever calendar appointment setting system you're using, you, you should be able to set those up on. So to be clear, they're running four different things to generate 24,000 text messages in the period of 105 days, four different things to generate that doubled that doubled their size in three years, four years, that's or, or quadrupled, quadrupled their, size their size in two yeah. years. And 
That's four things that they've implemented, four small things. Now, most people that I've talked to have done these in waves, right? So the most health agents that we come that come into Agency Elephant or automation, they say, hey, I need to book my calendar appointment out. They do one campaign, they book, they book their calendar appointment out. Then they start to realize, okay, well, now that I'm booking these people, what what's going to happen at the end of that call? Two things, one, they buy, or two, they sit on the quote. Three, they're projected out for a further period of time, right? Those are the three things that typically happen mm -hmm. on a health call. Yeah. So now you have three other things you have to work on. The first one is getting the appointment and then what happens on the other three. That's four things that you've got to do to build out your processes. The first four things you got to do for really any agency, whether it's health, PNC or anything, it's how am I booking the appointments and what happens when they book the appointments? Let's yeah. fix those things. And then once those are fixed, it gives you the ability to, okay, next year before open enrollment comes, we're going to spend a few weeks and we're going to do another thing. Like what did we drop the ball on in mm -hmm. our processes? Uh, and it's hard to say, Hey, we dropped the ball on 600 appointments and yeah, that's it's not hard dropping to say, the ball. but there's always going to be a ball that's been dropped there. There's oh, yeah. always, oh, no, there's, there's always a miss. Yeah. Somewhere. We know that we were, there's no way just the, uh, the size that we, and the speed that we're going at there's, we know that two days after enrollment closes, There'll be someone call and say, I need to get health insurance. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I mean, honestly, growing that significantly, um, one, you're dropping the ball big time on not offering PNC, which you've realized. And two, you're dropping the ball by not having staff to increase that that growth, right? If we're growing that significantly, we need to capture that and we need to bring on staff, which is a lot easier yeah. said than done. You're in, in a weird market. boat. You're in a weird situation because you've kind of outgrown your automation. So yeah. you like we you're you're kind of forced to staff up at this point. Yeah. Versus, That's our plan for this. Yeah. Fall. Yeah. And, and we've got so many big initiatives in our state um, that we've got. We've we've we, it's, it's grow or die. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we're honestly we're looking at it. We've had conversations with other health brokers that what happens if single pair. Yeah. yeah, if they go single parent health insurance, it's really going to be really. And I already know that there, our state and a couple other states have their legislators looking at that and getting ready to pass it. So yeah, and the can, workload that that's going to do on your existing accounts are massive. It's good. Take some work. Yeah, because we this year we had a battle with the uh, the the retirees from our from the school systems oh, Lord. and their lack of support. And it's like, oh, look, they have this one office in, you know, that hundreds of miles away and they don't take appointments. Or you can come to this local person that, yeah, we you're, you're taking the slot of someone else that actually can use help. You I know. think one of the most powerful things of automation outside of all of these, outside of the growth you guys have had, outside of mm -hmm. the amount of messages you sent, outside of the efficiency, outside of being quicker, is the ability to pivot much faster um, oh, yeah. with these changes. Absolutely. I think that's one of the most powerful things of automation that isn't talked about enough, the ability to pivot very, very, very quickly. If there is a change in the marketplace that requires you to review and change, let's just say theoretically, because I don't live in the health world, so I'm not going to pretend I know, but let's say theoretically, 75% of your book of business has to get changed in some way, policy change, change the pay, whatever that means in your space. Mm -hmm. Let's say 75% of that book has to be changed. If you've got a book of business that's over 7 million, good freaking luck doing that over the next year, not well, physically possible. 
and think about that. Like think about their competition having to do it manually. You're so many miles ahead of them. And you have the ability to pick up so many more pieces of opportunity. If you're in front of those people that can't get a hold of their health agency because of those things, but you're in their messengers. Yeah. We've, we've done some pivots already. Yeah. We, we typically, we, this is the second half. We typically do pivots and we'll run reports like, oh, we haven't touched these people, so let's send out another wave of appointments. Or this this policy, you know, this policy's change is bad, or they've got a, a zero cost one that they haven't selected. Let's go reach out to these ones. So we typically this second half is where we do our our pivots mm-hmm. naturally. And you know what's interesting is we run into this all the time. Data is one of the most interesting conversations with insurance agents. Data is what pays all of us money. In my mind, what pays my income is data. Data Mm -hmm. for my customers, data for my leads, data for anything to to talk with them because I have nothing without being able to talk to people. And being able to have a system where you can relatively easily pull out the data of specific isolated groups of individuals that you can target on. So all of those pivots that you're talking about, you have the ability to run a report somewhere to pull a majority of those people, if not all of them out, to then be able to target them with specific information, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the most important things in insurance agencies that insurance agencies cannot do. If you are using easy links, your reports are probably going to be 40% 40% inaccurate when you download your auto no home list, your home no auto list, your win back list, probably going to be 40% inaccurate. That's normal in almost every single AMS out there. I, including captives. Including captives. I yeah. do not trust the reports that my mothership or that any AMS is going to deliver to me because they are going to be wrong because it's just that's just how the nature of the beast is. And being able to have something that you manage and control that your reporting is accurate to be able to quickly pivot on those people, that is one of the biggest things that you need to change in your agency because automation can do nothing for you unless you have data. Yeah. Unless you have data that is specific on the individual. Who are they? What type of policies do I have with them? And what's the type of communication I need to reach out to them? Mm We should probably start winding this down because Susie probably has 19 more appointments before five o'clock. I am five minutes late for my new show. There you go. Okay. Well, we really appreciate you guys um, very, very much. We know you guys have done a lot of work to generate this quote unquote um, luck that you guys have in your agency, (laughs) which I don't agree with, but the numbers uh, don't lie. Let's go ahead and tentatively put out there that let's do uh, the McComb uh, podcast uh, version two once the dust settles for them and okay. let's come in, let's come and look at that from just a data only standpoint. Yeah. You're I scared me. I no, see I'm not scared. The, 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 yeah. The one thing that Susie said is like, you know what we should get from them and put in their podcast of when soup live is <laughs> because if you put that in the header, everyone would watch it. Everyone would. <laughs> well, we if unfortunately we, we do not knew. know. We do yeah. not know when it's going to be. We have a good idea, but we do not know. Unfortunately, ah, you're killing me. Small. I know. I'm so we, sorry. We need to plug that into our calendar. I know that is unfortunately not our information to share. So we are going to keep quiet. Yeah. Yes. We're planning on being there, so we'll see you then. If not there before. will be a, a good advance notice on when it's going to be. It's not going to be a three-week turnaround like last time. <laughs> that was impressive. That was really impressive. We still that. got you there. I still yeah. made it. Yeah. Yeah. We will, they will be giving you, and I say we, but Taylor and Mike, they put on Soup Live. They'll give you guys a, a much more advanced notice than the three weeks this time. Yeah. 
All right. I want to thank you for being on here, you guys. You guys have absolutely kicked ass. It's cool to see. It's really cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you never so know much. until you look at the numbers. <laughs> yeah, well, I am. We, we love it. You never know. But thank you so much for having us. Yeah. This was wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Good talk to you guys. You guys have a great afternoon. And you'll you hear too. the outro play as soon as the podcast gets launched because for whatever reason, it's not on here. Yeah. Um, Matt, Matt failed to prepare. Recording stopped. It's the Brian and Matt show. Matt's got a mullet. Brian's got a big ass beard, you can pull it. It's the Brian and Matt Show with all things insurance and random tomfoolery. The Brian and Matt Show.
It's the Brian and Matt Show.